Hi, my name is Red Cachet, and continuing with the secrets theme, I just thought that I ought to say something about what's kind of considered a secret. It, it kind of isn't a secret, but I think I should just say so it's out there and people know, um, because it was it's always been the hugest, hugest, massivest problem um, on every cycle. So obviously it needed to be sorted out and I'm hoping that it's it's not completely sorted out I have to say but I'm hoping it will get sorted out um before uh anything happens horrible anyway so the the secret is is how and why and who um and when people get paid for things now obviously um how is the biggest thing because for instance, if you're, and it's obviously work that people have done, it is not people pretending they've done work, it's actually the people that did the work. Um, whether it's being an actor, or an editor, or a musician, or a singer, or whatever it is. Anyway, a footballer, um, goalie, <laughs> and, or a coach, or a trainer, there's all sorts of things. Anyway, so the way it works is this. Um, it was never a one-way thing ever it was always this film is going to be made like this or this film's going to, or this bunch of films is going to be made like this because when we start making films we don't generally know whether they're going to get sold or not so it's like if this film gets sold to the bbc or to whoever um then we will have the money to be able to pay you so the way it works with me and again it depends on what deal i make with the bbc if i work with them again i'm hoping i will um but you never know. <laughs> anyway, so it's basically that if it's a BBC production, obviously the BBC will pay. Now, if you're an outsider coming in to the, do something, you might sell a finished product. I might sell a finished product to the BBC and I'll say, right, can you pay me this? Um, this is how much I'm selling it for and they'll, I'm going to know about it, negotiate me down. <laughs> um, and then they'll pay me. But they tend to, I tend to bring an accountant. Um, and I kind of never see that money, I have to say, because it's never going in, in my hands. But I need to pay the actors out of that money. So sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. So there was a big problem. So I had to get money from elsewhere to pay the actors for these things. Now, on the whole, I would prefer to be able to pay the actors at the time of the filming. Not always. It's never, ever really been a thing where I can do that, I have to say. But that is the easiest way because then no one's moaning. <laughs> but the way films are made, you know, it might be several years before anyone gets paid. So that's the way it is. Um, there's several deals that people make. They can do, either do like um, through casting agent. We have to, the casting agent invoices us or the producers, the produ which I've given the money to the producers of that, whoever's like, let's say Columbia. Um, I give money to Columbia and so say I'm making a film and and this, this, and this needs to be paid for. And I'm using this car these casting agents. And then every, whenever they invoice the producer or the, the production house, then they will um, get paid. So they're getting paid. Now, actors who are big names don't necessarily go through casting agents. So they have to wait until the film has been sold. Now, once it's been sold, and this, back in the old days, right, it's not just being sold. Because what they used to do is they the production houses never had any money. So they're like, well, you have to wait until we have made our money before we can pay you. So that might be another few months before 
we get our money from the producers. So there's all kinds of hold-ups and delays and things like that that happen with film and TV. Now, obviously, each individual, uh, like, director or auteur, let's say, will have their own deals struck, will have their own financing in place. So most of them are going to be low-budget people. They're going to say, look, this film is something, if I can get it sold... Um, you can make a name for yourself. That's kind of the biggest, the best deal that an author can make someone a big name, <laughs> not a small name rather, because it makes them potentially have a bigger name because they're going to go, right, and we're going to put it on mainstream, blah, blah, blah. So they work for free or very little money. So expenses is what is on offer really for low job, low budget. It's generally just expenses. So obviously everyone wants to get paid. So then you get better and better and you start making some money and then you're like, right, now I can afford to do this. And then you start paying people. That's how it kind of works, really. Anyway, so that's the filmy kind of TV stuff. And the, the what do you call it? The music is different again, because lots of people just sit in their bedroom and make some music and they think, oh, I'll just, I'll just uh, make my own radio show or I'll just put this on my mate's radio show. And then everyone's going, yeah, like that, like that, like that, play that. They're like, okay, I'm going to cut it on some vinyl and um, white label it and then get a DJ to play it. And then they're going, yeah, 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 like that, like that. And then you're like, okay, a recording company might pick it up. It's like, all right, now you've got some money. So you've waited a long time to get some money. So that's some people. Um, doing their own thing. Um, but, again, lots of people just have to, you know, they don't get paid because they're doing stuff off their own back. You do a lot of free work, a lot of free work. And I do free work all the time because I never get paid. Anyway, that, I hope, is going to change because what it's supposed to be, obviously there's big sabotage against me and me, me getting paid. But aside from that, what I'm saying is there's things that are in place for people one of those things was, with, especially with the musicians, oh my God, we were all getting ripped off, all of us. We do live shows, obviously we want to cut out of the box office. That's what the general deal is. Yeah, so you might not have that many people there. So then, Paul, you might not get a cup because they have to cover their overheads first. That's one thing, no one gets paid. Now, if you packed it out, you would have sold loads and loads of tickets. But what happened was, is that people were just crashing. So they couldn't actually... They didn't buy the tickets, so that's another reason why people didn't get cold. You might say, uh, paid because you might sell, you think you're sold out, but actually, all those people have just crashed, or the majority have, and they're just covering the venues, just covering their overheads, in which case, you're not going to get paid. Now, that doesn't ha happen, well, actually, it happened all the time, but it what I'm saying is the musicians wouldn't necessarily know that. And they put on a brilliant show and they really think they're going to get paid, but unfortunately. If the tickets, then if you're getting a cut out of the box and there's no sales there or hardly, you know, it's got to be sales after they've cut the venues covered their cost. So if there's no sales after the venues covered their cost, you ain't getting paid. And people were just flabbergasted. I was flabbergasted. I, so I've seen this in, you know, I've seen Wembley shows where no one's getting paid and that again is a different thing altogether but I've, I've seen like big shows where people haven't got paid and it's just it's just not on um so there's loads and loads of um loads and loads of scams basically <laughs> and what they decided to do was like well what I decided to do was like go through you know like a, a reputable ticketing place like 
I don't know, Ticketmaster or something like that, and say, look, these tickets are going to be sold at this. We want that out of that. It never kind of worked because I never got any money out of it. But that's what it's supposed to be. And I think it will be for I think that is the rule with for everybody else. If that's what you're going to do, if we arrange it with the venue and have managers know what they're doing because the artists really were getting totally ripped loads and loads of artists do free shows all over the place you know people that might do pubbing shows and stuff for free to you know to get a name or to get an audience and then go to a bigger venue and then perhaps do a little show and it's five pound a ticket or something upstairs in the, in, in in a bigger pub perhaps and then you get the tickets and they get the alcohol those deals are really good I used to love those because that generally doesn't go wrong because you're only dealing with the manager of the pub. Whereas in bigger venues, there's loads and loads of people you can get confused with where you think you've made a deal with somebody, but actually they don't even work there and they're trying to scam you. So, yeah, this happens. I don't make musicians deals. Very rarely, do I, unless I do it with a venue. Might do it with a venue, but very rarely do a musician's deal. Anyway, so... The musicians were really angry with me about saying, why am I, why am this, why is this, why am And I was just like, I have no idea. I had nothing to, I just came to listen to the music. <laughs> no one charged me. I didn't know there was a ticket place. I just walked in. So I'm assuming that's what a lot of people did as well. So yeah, I'm not saying it's everyone's fault because it's, but where did the security go? Because I know they always have security. So where are the security? So what's happened to the security? Or what's happened to the person that's on the till? There's no till. So someone's nicked the till. And the security run after them is probably what's happened. But anyway, um, so the most amazing thing that I think that I organised, what I did, um, was organise the PRS. Now, the PRS is basically where uh, royalties, uh, the musicians get royalties from their work. And obviously people play music on the radio, they play music on... Google Music or Google Play or um, Amazon Music or Apple or wherever. Now, this started because I had to go to court for Napster. And I can't even remember what that was about. But I had to go. Anyway, so after that, everyone was blaming me again for this whole royalty thing. And I was just like, it's something to do with the Beatles because the Beatles were massive and they weren't getting paid. I was just like, well, they're still playing and they still ain't getting paid. I was like, well, this can't happen. But then there was loads of other musicians, so I thought, genuinely, these people worked really, really hard, really hard, and put in loads and loads of time and creativity and sweat, <laughs> and, you know, counting the pennies to buy new strings for their guitars, and all that kind of thing happens all the time, I and mean, I'm sure there's loads of musicians that know exactly what that's about. Um, and uh, they weren't getting paid for all their time, and, you know, there comes a point where you're like, Eva, this is enough, I'm giving up. And that's, that's a terrible shame if you've got, like, a big audience. Or, you know, this is, like, not happening, I have to do something. And they all came to me and it's like, right, do something. I was just like, what? But they knew I'd skilled up. So they were like, you know, you, you've got to do something. So I was like, all right, I've got loads of skills at the moment. I don't have that now. But then I had loads of skills. And I was like, right, I've got to think of something. So I thought PRS. Now, PRS basically charge for play. And the way that that works is that all the musicians and all the artists and everything um, would have to register, obviously. And when they they get a royalty, if they're you know they it's if you know they're not playing a cover or something, yeah. Because um, music is under the 
you know, there has to be a certain amount of time before, I think it's 75 years, I can't remember how long it is now, before something is okay to, to just do without royalty or copyright free. So, I've basically put that in place whereby artists, not fake artists, because there's a lot of people, a lot of artists that have pretended to be me along the years, and yeah, they might have done a few cover shows, but they're not me. Anyway, so I've played, I've been Lady Gaga, I've been Madonna, I've been Ella Fitzgerald, um, I can't remember, there's loads of them, Unana, uh, loads of them. Anyway, so basically the way it works is I record and I'm used, well, I used to do it in front of a live audience and, um, and then what they did was, you know, like on an album cover or something like that, they might get somebody to do an album cover. But then those people going, oh, I want to go, I want to go. And they just cover my, basically do lip sync things. Anyway, so then that's why I got taken over all the time and I wasn't interested in being a musician like that. Um, because I had other things to do. Um, so, and plus I started really with, you know, there was choir music and there was gospel and there was jazz and, and you know it's like make it up as you go along so I was always doing that anyway um there are the the PRS gives a little bit and it's not a lot of money it's a little bit of money um split between all the artists and the stuff that get a certain amount of play and um I have a lot of PRS so I agreed to split my PRS money, 50% goes to shared amongst the rest of the pop, basically. So um, that's how it worked. There's still, in my head, there'll still be a lot of misunderstanding because obviously all the chat shows and everything go for the fakes. And it's just like, well, uh, I, I don't really mind because I'm not really that interested. But I do kind of mind when it comes to the money, because I'm like, you know what, actually, that weren't you, that was me. Yeah, you might have lip-synced and gone and done that. You might have done a few shows. Yeah, you can tour and do some shows, but you ain't taking my PRS. Anyway, so they didn't. So I just thought, okay, you know, fine, fair enough. Um, but what happened was, um, um, we sorted it out. Oh, this is terrible, terrible. And this does need to be sorted out. Um, and we thought, right, there should be like a, not benevolent fund, but kind of a, a charity part of it, like, um, uh, you know, because, you know, there was, even with that, there were still going to be musicians that slip through the net because they're out of copyright, but they've been plagiarised loads. Um, so there was going to be some kind of, um, like a charity fund for the people that we know have that's happened to, so we could do something. It's not massive, but it was something. Um, and um, so what happened was they... I was just about to set it up with this guy who agreed to do all the admin accounting stuff of it and um got premises and everything and then someone invented loads of people who decided that they worked there and I got beaten up and assaulted and, and everything and so did he and then he joined them and then it was just like just to get a job and to to keep an eye on the finances and everything um but then obviously he just forgot who I was so then everyone's forgotten who I was so then I've lost control of this benevolent part I don't know what's happened to that money and I was just like you know what I've told the police I've just I don't know what to say these people haven't even got an education and they're trying to tell everybody they work here and they, they ended up living in the community so I, I honestly I don't I don't think it's right 
think that should have been sorted out years ago. I hope it has, I really do, because it's just such a shame that all these artists, big name artists, are like, just not getting anything. Anyway, so, um, they might be working in another market research company like me. Because, <laughs> obviously, if they ain't got no money, they have to work. So, yeah, that's why we all work it. Um, yeah, so, the 50% that I was still in my name, um, I, I, didn't, I didn't hold out for it coming into my bank account, but it actually came into an account of mine. So, I was like, this is amazing. I love this. Th- I love it. Love it. And and then I got, <laughs> I was still working in market research and um, some doppelgangers got me and um, basically assaulted me and stole my computer with my login and basically stole all my PRS money. And they're not even musicians. They, one of them pretended to be a musician, but he's not a musician. His other doppelganger might have been, but, or the original might have been, but the doppelgangers aren't. Anyway. So, I lost all of that, so I'd like that back. Yeah, I'd really like that back. But for anybody else who's like, uh, like not me, basically, um, it's actually running, I believe, because like last time I checked, which was a long time ago, it was running really smoothly and it was really popular. So it's not like um, it was before where there's nothing. This is something. I know it's not going to help. I know it's not pleasing to everybody. I know that. But it's something more than there was before, which is why I'm I'm still proud of it. I don't I don't care when it was. It's <laughs> still proud of it. And we did we did loads of research about it as well. And um, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the music thing. And with the musicians, like some advice for for new musicians, um, obviously people get into music because they love it. Um, so there will be lots of lots and lots of things what you do for free there will be that's just the way it is same in film and acting um and you know anyone who wants to get into those kind of artsy um careers yeah you will be doing lots of free stuff learning your craft paying your dues but after a while once you've got your skills and everything and you're recognized or a little bit recognized or someone's gone oh my god that's amazing the word spreads then you start getting paid um so i do recommend that anybody that's starting out because it is the worst thing no creative wants to be thinking about money no one does and it's just like oh, i'll get someone else to do that no not saying you have to do everything yourself i'm just saying be aware of what is required and what you, you should know about things because the things that you don't know are the things that are going to mess you up <laughs> so as long as you know who is your point of contact for this then you can't go wrong now with new initiatives and new things like that there's hardly ever somebody that's going to take responsibility for the whole thing so in, in the first instance it has to be said look is this a no budget film yes we're not paying on this film okay then it's up to you whether you agree or not to do it is this a low budget film okay what's the deal with that this film is low budget and we're only paying for expenses and that expenses is like lunch not even that much some low budget films can say okay the low the budget is actually for the film not for the actors so it's still free or it's a low budget film because um, you can afford lunch and you can afford to take them out to the pub on the Friday. There you go. That's a low budget film. Um, it might be low budget. I can pay £50 a day. Do you know what I mean? So there's all sorts of things. But and also, if you're if you've got actors that are with equity, you've got to think about the equity minimum wage thing going on there as well. <laughs> um, so there's 
lots and lots of things that you can do but don't let it don't let it distract you if you want to if you want to get into the arts do it do your pay your dues do all the free stuff and then you know turn your hand to finding out about how to actually get paid from um your work so you say okay right i have now got a treatment for a big budget film how do i get paid it might be that you can't get paid for that because you haven't got the the producers or the production houses aren't interested so what you have to do then is you have to say all right how do i get them interested i know i'll do i'll do something different i'll do short films and then i'll build an audience on youtube and once i've got like 100,000 people then i'll say look this is my treatment these are lists these are all my little short films i've got 100,000 people subscribing to my channel and um and these are all the comments they think i'm brilliant and um and i've done some some screenings in some little film houses and um i'm going to i've done another treatment um for a series which i'm i'm going to do perhaps when um i've done my feature film or something like that you know things snowball after a while just get in there and do it now what is the other industry that no one gets paid for um so there's music a uh, football that's it uh, footballers are getting paid for it now and again i'm very proud of this when i had the skill i do not have the skill now but then um and it's not with all clubs either it's like with um premier league um obviously premier league will get some money from box office and all of that yeah and um so they have a like a, a wage for practicing because we never got paid for practicing we never even got paid for the games but i mean people have to practice and if you don't practice you're going to be rubbish no one wants their team to be rubbish everyone wants their team to be the best so they have to practice and it's a lot of work a lot of time so yeah they have to have a wage for practicing now with championship league I don't know how their funding works. I don't know. Obviously, they can get um, money off the games and stuff like that. But I, I think I'm not sure how it works. I th- I'm hoping it would work the same way, but I'm not really sure that they can afford to do that because they might not be in the in the league for long. You know what I mean? And obviously, there's two teams playing, so the ticket money has to go both ways. Um, or it might just go to the venue, and the venue might own the club. I don't know. Um. Anyway, so. There's lots of venues for, well, I say venues, uh, stadiums or pitches. Uh, so there's lots of different things. If you want to be a footballer, obviously you have to be practicing to be good. Do it for free. You have to do it for free, obviously, because you haven't got to change. If you, you've got to be good enough to get qualified to do, to, to, to make the team. So there's lots of things that people do because they love it. And they love doing it, therefore they do it for free. Doesn't mean for the rest of their life they're going to do it for free. No. If you've got another income, fantastic. But if you haven't and that's where you want to get your income from, yeah. You have to start thinking about how is it that I get paid and this has got to work. Now sometimes the whole club gets ripped off. There's nothing I can do about that. Obviously you fool me please. But this used to happen all the time. All the time. So I'm hoping this doesn't happen anymore. And I'm hoping that from now on things are gonna be really above board and you know, people are gonna grasp up the people that are ripping everyone up and make sure that everyone gets everyone that did the work gets paid and the frauds stop 
being frauds because you know what it's not funny years people have scraped through and done amazing things and then just got ripped off scraped through again and done it again and then got ripped off it's not just me that this happens to this has happened to so hundreds of people i know hundreds anyway i hope all of you got something and also that from now on these things don't happen anymore anyway that's my good wish for everybody in the future and um that's me ricochet thanks for listening bye